0: What we just heard and saw was the story of David being anointed king of Israel. Looking at Jesse's sons, the last one which Samuel would have thought to pick was David. He was the smallest, he was the youngest, and physically the weakest of the sons of Jesse. In those days, the ruler of a nation needed to be able to lead that nation into battle and fight with them. Surely then, one would think that Eliab, who was the strongest and the oldest of the brothers, would be the best candidate for king. Samuel certainly thought so. Here was a man who looked like he could handle a sword. He'd been alive the longest out of his self and his siblings, so he had more experience than them, and then one would assume he would have more wisdom. So Eliab had to be the one, didn't he? Clearly that wasn't the case. God told Samuel he was wrong, because the Lord does not look at the things people look at. People look at the outward appearance, but God looks at the heart. This is why the person who seemed the obvious choice for Samuel wasn't the obvious choice for God. Where Eliab looked like the perfect king from the outside... David was the perfect king from the inside He had the heart that God wanted in a king and that mattered more than his height build or his age We need to be careful not to judge people by how they look as well Because the truth is that that isn't how God judges people And if we want to be more like God then we need to do things the way that he does them How many times can we get things wrong about a person because of what we think about their appearance Before we realize that that just isn't the way to look at a person We need to see people through God's eyes and not through our own Also, because we know that people use our appearance to work out what kind of a person we are, how easy is it to get swept up in trying to alter the way that we look in order to give off the impression that we want to give? Everyone does it, and it isn't wrong in itself. God has nothing against wearing makeup or doing your hair a certain way, or wearing clothes that make you feel like you look good. It gets dangerous when we start to set that above what's on our hearts and above how we speak and how we act. How we look doesn't matter to God because God looks at the heart, so we need to make sure that our hearts are set right before we even think about how bad our hair looks in the morning. It's like the videos of Through the Keyhole that we saw earlier. They were going through the keyhole of people's houses in the way that God goes through the keyhole of people's hearts. He doesn't look at the immaculate front garden that a passerby would see, or the brickwork, or that smudge on the upstairs bathroom window that nobody's gotten round to cleaning yet. God goes straight through the front door, and he learns every nook and cranny of every room in your heart. Imagine trying to play hide-and-seek. he know more hiding places than you do in your own home. that's why we need to spend more time on the state of our soul than we do on our hair our makeup or our clothes when god looks through the keyhole of somebody's heart he's searching for somewhere to make a home for his spirit for his spirit the holy spirit wants to live in you and you need to make sure that your heart is ready for it there are three different types of heart you can find when looking through the keyhole the first is messy and cluttered There are clothes and toys and random objects on every surface. Everything's dusty, and there are so many stains on the carpet that there's none left of the colour that it was supposed to be. As someone's heart, what would that look like? There would be things that shouldn't be there, making the person impure. And those things are so obvious that anyone taking the time to speak to the person for long enough would see a lot of them. How much more, then, will God be able to see? That heart is barely habitable at all, let alone for God. The second type is a heart where the owner has pulled the same trick that I'm sure most of us have done at least once. They get home and they realise, oh no, I've got a visitor and everything is a mess. I do not have time to sort this all out. It's impossible. So what do they do? They take all the clutter, open the cupboard under the stairs or the attic and shove it all in there. They lock the door, put the rest under the bed and quickly hoover all the floors. I mean, who's going to know, right? What's the problem? Well, if God can beat you at hide and seek... I think he can beat you at hide the mess under the bed. He knows your heart better than you do. He knows what you've locked in the cupboard or in the loft. He knows, and the Holy Spirit can't dwell in a heart like this. The owner of a heart like this will be someone who seems okay to people outwardly. They give out every sign that nothing is wrong because they pretend that's true. The trouble is that it really isn't true. The final type of heart has been cleansed by God himself. This is why God can live and work through the owner of that heart. All the clutter and the things distracting a person from God have been taken away. This is what matters to God, and this is what he wants. He wants to create that third, clean type of heart in everybody, so that he can live in you, regardless of whether supermodels wish they look like you, or you think that there are zombies more attractive than you are. We need to ask ourselves if we really have a heart like that final person, rather than if we look the same as any of them. If the answer is that we don't have that kind of heart, which God can live in, surely that's what needs to change. The only way that we can change is by asking God to help us let go of the things that are keeping us away from God so that we can live the way he wants us to and be filled with the Holy Spirit every day. God holds the key to our hearts, but what will he see when he lets himself in? And what do we need to do about it? Next we're going to sing, I want to serve the purpose of God. And surely serving the purpose of God is the goal, and that's so much easier when God is living in us first. Thank you for listening.